Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Lavender Hill here on KZM Lincoln, KZM HD, 89.3 on the FM and online at kzm.org. Or perhaps you're using one of those handy-dandy, smarter-than-a-calculator devices that you take everywhere with you, including the little listener's room. And uh, using your favorite mobile listening app like TuneIn or Next Radio or as many of you do, especially with the uh, talk programs, you listen in the archives where you can catch your favorite show up to two weeks after original broadcast date. That's kzum.org slash archives. That was uh, Judy Garland doing uh, a live version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That was recorded back in 1939 and Corwin and I started, I believe it was our first official broadcast of Lavender Hill, out with that uh, song. And, uh, you know, there's enough versions of Over the Rainbow out there that we could probably start each week with a different version for well over a year and not repeat. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm joined here today with a special guest because, well, it's fun drive. 45 years of KZUM. Woohoo! I have uh, Deb Higuchi in here with me, and I want to make sure that her levels are good and all that. So good morning. Good morning, Phil. Ah. And good morning, listeners. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you've definitely gotten much better with the microphone over the years. You know that? <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it's, just, it's one of those things where, you know, um, you, you learn as you go along and you... Oh, what is it? You you, you increase your proficiency with uh, more practice. Oh, yeah. It's like we're all volunteers here at KZUM sharing our favorite kind of music or our uh, topics that strike us as important to the community like we do here on Lavender Hill. Kind of a little bit of both favorite music and important news. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a couple of times a year we ask you to, uh, as our good friend Murph likes to say, Put your money where your ears are. Exactly. You know, because, you know, uh, what is it? We've been on the air for, what, 45 years? 45 years as of Tuesday evening last week. Exactly. My funny Valentine, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) And and we can only do it because we have great supporters, Mm. uh, you know, listener supporters um, like you and, you know, people who have been doing so over the years. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, hey, and the uh, the phones are ringing already, so Deb's oh, going to run out there and catch that. Uh, so thank you, caller. Uh, and, you know, since somebody's already called in, we'll go ahead and get into some of uh, the topics for today. But I wanted to remind you that if you want to make a donation, you can call in at 402-474-5086, extension 1, and make a donation over the phone phone with uh, Deborah, or you can go online to kzm.org and click that donate button. I'm really excited about the t-shirt this year. It's more of a long sleeve shirt than it is a t-shirt. You know, it's long sleeve tee, whatever. And we got two different color choices for you. So if you're calling in or going online to make a donation at the $89.30 level, the frequency level as we call it, then uh, make sure not only do you pick your size, but you pick your color there. All righty. Well, We're going to dive right on into some of what we've got going on here. And, you know, trans rights are kind of a main topic, if you will, these days, especially because of, you know, some bills that have been uh, proposed here in Nebraska and elsewhere, like almost half the country has some kind of a uh, trans health care ban for youth or trans sports ban for youth or even at the college level. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that again today. And I'm going to first visit Florida. 
And now for a change, it's not Florida man making the headline here. It's actually a trans activist in Florida who on uh, a uh, recent visit to uh, the health care board hearing for trans issues uh, made a very bold statement. Molly Sprayragan writing for LGBTQNation.com on Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. A trans activist has gone viral after injecting his weekly hormone shot in front of the Florida Board of Medicine and the Florida Board of Osteopathic Medicine while testifying against a ban on gender-affirming care for youth. 25-year-old Lindsay Sparrow, or Spiro, pardon me, uh, told the board that for months trans people have stood before you, quote, uh, put their hearts on full display and vulnerably pleaded with you to listen to our stories and perspectives. The American Academy of Pediatrics has condemned your actions and our federal government has spoken out against the actions you seek to take regarding the necessary health care for trans youth. He went on to say, I could stand here and tell you about the times I attempted to end my life because I didn't have access to gender affirming care. But I know, I know you don't care. I see you sneering at us while we come here and talk to you. Instead, I'm going to take the rest of my time to demonstrate the sacred and weekly ritual of my shot in front of you in this body. My medication is life-saving. Your denial of my need for this medication doesn't make my existence as a trans person any less. At which point he did his weekly hormone shot, which is an injection to the stomach area. Uh, And afterwards... uh, pumped his fist in the air, shouting trans liberation today, tomorrow, and forever. You can read more about that over on uh, LGBTQNation.com. BuzzFeed News also has some coverage on it as well. I'll be sharing at least one of those links uh, over on our Facebook page later today. So, you know, like I said, trans issues are definitely an issue to discuss right now. Uh, because they are impacting us here in Nebraska as well with these proposed bans. Out Nebraska, that's outnebraska.org, has a link to a page that they're curating called Bills We're Tracking, Speak Out Nebraska 2023. And it has some quick links for you to follow as well, including some uh, background on how a bill becomes a law, how you can engage with your local legislature here in Nebraska, and how to write testimony for the unicameral. Uh, You can find out who your senator is and send them a direct message as well. And there's information on Nebraskans for abortion access and Nebraska public media live streams so that you can hear and see for yourself what's going on at the unicam. I'm going to touch on that a little bit more later on in the show. But, uh, you know, we're, we got a slightly different format during Fun Drive because, you know, got to take breaks a little bit more frequently and do some pledge wrapping and all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. So um, anyway, we have, uh, you know, phone just rang briefly, you know, supporter of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, but we do have a slow start. We have one online donation and one that I've seen so far. And one pre-pledge, you know. Ooh, but, there might be something else here. Oh, ooh. Do you need a drum roll, Phil? Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. 
Ah, our good friend Molly Pitcher. Oh, <laughs> the hostess with the mostess. Sometimes, definitely, yes. yes. Uh, we were exchanging some uh, some bad music puns this morning. <laughs> <laughs> she was describing them to me. I saw her on my way here. Yeah. Cool, cool, yes. cool. Yes, and, yeah. and, and Lucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, yes. yes. Beautiful Lucy. Beautiful Lucy. But, yeah, so we uh, have some... The wonder know, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, yeah, we, we definitely have support out there, and not just from our own programmers but from you know listeners across the the globe and uh, and you know across the nation let me get a uh, um, you know it doesn't matter where you're at mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember who it was I think it was uh, Scott Colburn used to say it doesn't matter if you're on planet Earth or Mars or something like that. I could you see can, him you, saying you know, something like that. You can make a donation to KZUM. <laughs> I mean, we've got listeners over in the UK, all across the country, literally coast to coast, mm-hmm. uh, and up in Canada. And I know earlier we had down in Mexico. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I know who some of those listeners are because they reach out. And, yeah. you know, a lot of them I don't know who they are. Yeah. But and, that but doesn't the matter. They listen. They listen. And, you know, they, sh- and they, so they show their support. You know, um, when they can. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where we had a conversation. I had a conversation earlier with another listener. And it's like, no... Uh, amount is too small. We appreciate, you know, our donations because mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it's community radio. It's community. It takes a village. So every little mm-hmm. bit counts and yeah. every little bit helps. And mm-hmm. at least 70% of our annual funding comes from the listeners. The rest of it comes from underwriters and the small federal grant that we qualify for. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, within certain guidelines and all yeah. that. That's always fun trying to figure those out sometimes. But hey, it that's is. why we do have some paid staff. That's their responsibility is to figure all that out. Our responsibility as programmers is to share our passion and our love with you, the community. Your responsibility, listen. And show your support if you can. Exactly. <laughs> all righty. Well, speaking of showing support and all that, uh, there's a major newspaper that's not necessarily been the most supportive lately of trans issues. Uh, according to another uh, article over on LGBTQNation.com, again, Molly Spray Reagan writing, she was busy on Wednesday the 15th because this is her second article that I'm referring to. Hundreds of LGBTQ plus leaders have called out the New York Times to fix biased and irresponsible coverage of trans people. At least that's what the headline reads there. Now, if you uh, read the New York Times in any way, shape, or form, you know, I usually catch some articles here and there online, thanks to Facebook. They do have a paywall, so I don't get to read everything that I want to. A lot of the uh, newspapers out there have paywalls now. It's a little aggravating. It's like, if I could afford to subscribe to all of them online, I'd probably subscribe to them in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. paper. But eh, it is what it is. Eh, That's too much recycling. Anywho, uh, hundreds of New York Times contributors, LGBTQ plus rights organizations, and community leaders are demanding that the New York Times improve its coverage of transgender people, which many have long criticized as being inaccurate, uninformed, and dangerous. Two separate open letters were written to the Times, one from over 180 contributors to the publication and another from community organizations and leaders. The former includes signatories like uh, Roxanne Gay, Cynthia Nixon, Alexander Chi, Angelica Ross, and letters co-author trans activist Cecilia Gentili. Uh, There is also space for any member of the public to add their support to that, and there's a link. (coughs) Pardon me, a link in the article. I'm allergic to... uh, You're allergic to me. No, I'm allergic to BS. 
<laughs> Thankfully, you said something because I almost said it the wrong way. Uh, the, the, uh, the latter letter was spearheaded by GLAAD and includes Glisten, Jazz Jennings, uh, Amy Schneider, Charlotte uh, Clymer, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, Equality Federation, Gabrielle Union Wade, Human Rights Campaign, the Matthew Shepard Foundation, New York City Pride, PFLAG, the Transgender Law Center, and the National LGBTQ Task Force, as well as many others. And part of what they're calling the New York Times out on is the um, pro-JK Rowling's editorials, which they're editorials. Uh, who was it? Ellison. Um, um, Forgot his first name all of a sudden. Sci-fi writer. Um, it'll come to me later, I'm sure. Uh, he said uh, at one point in time that uh, not everyone is entitled to the right to an opinion. Everyone is entitled to the right to an informed opinion. I kind of agree with that because a lot of those opinions that are floating around out there are uninformed. They are. But, uh, yeah, you can read more about this. I know today I'm kind of, you know, just hitting some highlights on things for you, but that's because, you know, it's a different format. Got to have a different way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I need to play some music here in a little bit. Well, anyways. yeah, you know, because what's, you know, what's really fun when, um, when you're playing music, Phil? The phone rings. Yes. <laughs> 402. <laughs> 474-5086, extension one. Deb or I will answer. Probably be Deb because I've got to be the one to come on and talk about things. But, hey, if we're both busy, there's just more music. I've got extra music lined up. Anywho, would love to hear that phone ring. And, uh, you know, I didn't get things set up on the studio computer, so I'm going to play music while I set that up. So um, this one is a bit of a controversial song with some of the listeners, so I apologize if you take offense, but this is Brian Bowers with The Ballad of Rufus and Beverly. It's a little dated in content, but it's still a good song. So here we go. All righty, I actually got everything in the right order that time. Hit all the right button, I think. Did I hit your button? Did you hit my button? Yes, yes yeah, okay, okay, okay. There we go. Yes. Yes, so I got all the right buttons. I don't care if I hit some of the buttons that everything's pulled down, but I want to make sure I get everybody who's here actually on the air. And right now, it's just you and I. Yes, but that's but, okay. Yeah. We, because, you know, we're going to chat a little bit, mm -hmm. and then you can play some music so that we have an opportunity to answer the phones for mm -hmm. our listeners if they would wish to call in. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking about some of the underwriters and all that. Yeah, I and, mean, oh, there's some great underwriters that have supported us every fun drive recently with food to keep us going. Oh, yummy food. Yummy food, yes. Yeah. I was, I, I had a napkin across my mouth while I was in the kitchen earlier trying to decide what I was going to have for my lunch later. Oh, uh, <laughs> because, you know, because we have a lot of great partners. Um, mm. You know, we have uh, Motor Food, um, the Tam, uh, Relish. Uh, let me think. Okay, let me think. O Open Harvest. And we're, we're playing, a, Phil and What's I are playing a little neighbor? bit. What's their current neighbor? Their current neighbor, uh, Meadowlark. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember these off the top of my head, and Phil is hiding them from me, but, yeah. you know, seeing <laughs> if I can, like, remember them. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good so far. So um, far, yeah. Um, let me think. There's a couple more. I know there are a couple more. Um, There's four there, more. There are four more. Oh, Diane. Okay, let's see. I said relish. Um, muchachos. They're a fairly, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're a more they're, recent yeah, one. The, the first time I remember seeing them on yes, here, Muchachas. Uh, um, let me think. Um, 
Okay, fill me in. <laughs> La Paz Mexican Restaurant. Oh, oh yes, they Cantina. always do a great. Yes, they do mm-hmm. a great job. Sea uh, berries. Sea berries, yes, and and one of my favorites, Pepe's. Oh, Pepe's, yes, yes. Uh, all very longtime supporters of KCM, oh, yeah. and mm. and uh, and they do a wonderful job supporting the station, and especially during pledge drives, um, they provide some great treats for the uh, for the programmers, the pledge partners, the volunteers, and the staff. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all locally owned businesses. Yes, they are. Yeah, and yeah. just part of the community. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, now, one of the few times I've made it to uh, the farmers market during the summer. Uh, was the first time after a long hiatus due to uh, whatever reasons that Pepe was there. Mm-hmm. So I made it a point, even though it was like tail into things, most everything was sold out and all that, I had to stop and say that I was so glad to see him. Yes, and that's you know, just it. Yeah. You know, I ran into listeners all the time. When I worked retail, mm-hmm. people would come in wearing KZUM T-shirts or hats or whatever, and, and you know they'd hear me talking, they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I know that voice. I know that voice. You know, and then you know, and speaking of T-shirts and hats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, have yeah. you gone onto the website and seen the great pledge uh, uh, swag that we have? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We got it. We got it. Right. We can both look at this, this one. one. Yeah. So yes. yeah, you can't hide it from me. But yeah. no, but no, I did take a look because I'm, you know, personally, I'm excited because we have long sleeve T-shirts this uh, this drive. And I just hope they're long enough sleeves for me. <laughs> Gorilla arms. Oh, but yes, and you have in your choice of blue or white. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have the KZUM uh, a, a refreshed logo with the radio on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and it's one of our ways of thanking you, the listener, for you know con- contributing and supporting the station. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, us programmers got to get the uh, the coffee mug early. Yes, we did. Yeah, and a little bit smaller than previous years, but it's still a great mug. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we have a... No, it still holds a good 10 ounces plus whatever you might put into it. (laughs) No, I don't do that for work or the radio. I save that for afterwards. (laughs) All right. So, you know, give us a call here, 402-474-5086, extension 1. Debafoodie will run over there and answer (laughs) the phone. Uh, But, uh, you know, we've got somebody who seems to start sharing the headlines lately with uh, MTG, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. MTG, she's empty. She has co-sponsored a federal book ban with um, George Santos. I'm still trying to come up with things that I can say about him politely enough that I don't get in trouble on the air. So I'm going to just leave that live for right now. But both Republicans uh, and Trump supporters, Santos is from New York and Green from Georgia, they are co-sponsoring a bill that could restrict students' access to books that discuss LGBTQ plus themes. Santos is one of 11 out LGBTQ plus members of the House of Representatives and the only one advancing an anti-LGBTQ plus equality agenda. Kind of like the log cabin Republican shooting himself in the foot. Uh, the other 10 LGBTQ plus House members are Democrats. So, and they're not supporting this agenda here. Uh, the proposed book ban is H.R. 863 and was filed last week by Representative Corey Mills of Florida. Go figure. 
uh, who said that it will, quote, end the sexualization of children in schools, end quote. I don't know. There were some books that I had access to in the 80s that would probably be banned today under this. And there are books that my parents had access to in the 40s and 50s that I know have been proposed to be banned. Because, you know, sexualization of children, that, could, that same th threat, if you will, could be lodged against Kill a Mockingbird. And I know I read that when I was in school. Yeah. It was required reading. Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. Um, Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer, yeah. Um, lots of books that uh, my generation or before read, as well as lots of books since. My generation of, you know, growing up in elementary and, and, and uh, uh, middle and high school, you know, public and private schools. So, you know, you got an interesting little take there sometimes. But, yeah, so MG, or MTG, she's quite notorious herself, and Santos, is, who is... Uh, also empty. <laughs> yeah, I, I will come up with something that I can say about him because, you know, I, I can't talk... Well, I can talk about uh, our own hard-boiled egg with teeth, but he's no longer in the governor's mansion. <laughs> But anywho, uh, this proposed ban on books uh, has not, as of the publication of this article, which was on Wednesday the 15th, Alex Bollinger writing, as, as uh, at the time of publishing this article, it had not been uploaded to the congressional database. And Mills hasn't posted it to his own website, but its description says its purpose is to, quote, amend Title 18 under United States Code to prohibit a publishing house from knowingly furnishing sexually explicit material to a school or an education agency to prohibit federal funds from being provided to a school that obtains or an educational agency agency that distributes sexually explicit material and for other purposes. I mean, really, if you think about it, that would include sex education manuals. So, okay. All right. Uh, schools are not distributing pornography. Let's just make that clear. I don't know of any public school that is distributing pornography to students and publishers are not selling porn magazines in the school libraries let alone the lunch line, uh, but the mention of sexually explicit material likely refers to books that discuss LBGTQ plus people. Many on the right refer to any discussion of LGBTQ plus people in the presence of children as the sexualization of children. Thus, all those proposed drag queen story hour bans that have been floating around even here in Nebraska. The bill also dovetails with right-wing fear about pornography in schools. That was kind of addressed there earlier, but uh, many right-wing activists um, over the past several years have called any book that discusses sexuality at all to be pornography. So does that mean that uh, books on Renaissance art are pornography? Because, well, there's a lot of bare chests in Renaissance art. I think, um, you know... I know, I'm putting you, you know, on the spot just, yeah, sometimes. No, <laughs> you, do, you do that, Phil. But, you know, and I think this is just one of those things where um, people... Oh, let's see, how do you say this uh, uh, politely? Is, is um, you know, things need to be taken in context. Um, you made an allusion to, um, you know, informed 
uh, decisions and opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. forming informed your, opinions. Yes, informed opinions. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, you know, um, you know, some of these topics can be very emotional for people, but when you uh, refuse to, when people refuse to listen or have those, you know, difficult conversations, then are you setting yourself up for being um, uh, very, uh, having a very narrow view and not being open-minded, you know, and it's like, you know, again, this is a, you know, those are personal choices, but at the same time, you know, how do you, you know, are are you really um, partaking in the community conversation, being a part of the community, being, um, you know, Allowing di- uh, allowing diversity to occur. <laughs> All right, and it finally dawned on me the, the the full name of the author that I was thinking of with oh. that quote, Harlan Ellison. I don't know why I couldn't remember Harlan. I had to flip over to a message from a listener whose brother's name is Harlan for for to pop into my head, I guess. But uh, the the exact quote from Harlan Ellison is: "You are not entitled to your opinion. You are entitled to your opinion." No one is entitled to be ignorant. That that last part there was what I was missing earlier, and I was trying to remember that along with his name so that I could get that across there because, you know, I'm ignorant about some things. I try to learn before I make a statement or an opinion known about them, mm-hmm. and, and I, I would hope that you do too, listeners. Well, I think there's a difference between ignorance and um, being naive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. You know, and I think sometimes ignorance, you know, there is an intent to not be informed. Mm-hmm. All righty. Okay. Well, going to take a little bit of opportunity here to uh, give you a little bit of a rundown of some of what's going on in the Nebraska Unicameral. Uh, you heard me last week talk a lot about LB574 uh, and mentioned a little bit about 575. 575 is the ban on trans youth in sports. Uh, at least through public schools. Uh, And uh, 574 is a ban on uh, gender-affirming care for persons under 21. I think I got the right age there. I know it's for the youth. Uh, And uh, read you a letter of testimony from uh, one of my friends, uh, Dr. Remy Siddick, uh, talking about their own trans agenda and, you know, actually had, you know, what, what they do every day which a good portion of that is combating the ignorance that's out there uh, because their children have to face it at school. But uh, there's some upcoming bills that um, are still pending hearings uh, that may be of interest to some of you out there. LB-169, which uh, is uh, before the Judiciary Committee, uh, Megan Hunt, proposing that one lgbtq plus employment non-discrimination that's a good thing uh lb 179 which would prohibit the practice of conversion therapy on minors uh that is being put forward by john frederickson and uh that's before the health and human services committee later this session lb 316 updates language relating to spouses on a marriage license application to be gender neutral Another one from John Fredrickson, and that's before the Judiciary Committee. Um, LR26CA. There's a reason for all that weirdness there, I'm sure. Is a constitutional amendment to remove same-sex marriage ban in Nebraska. I remember 
I was just down the street at one of the fast food restaurants from here when Nebraska's DOMA law was up for vote. And right across the street from us was a line of demonstrators. I don't know why they picked that intersection other than it was near to several schools, but not on school property. Major-ish intersection in this part of town, now 48th and Van Dorn. And it was people trying to help you to understand, because this is one of the things that really gets me about Nebraska's Doman Law. But trying to help people to understand that a vote for that law was a vote to ban same-sex marriage. The casual reading of the law and how it was written on the ballot was so confusing because it made it sound like voting for it supported same-sex marriage. But the literal interpretation of it, written by somebody who has no business writing the law, not even a Nebraskan, wonder if she was one of the ones that was involved in the Missouri sex laws that uh, made it actually technically illegal at that time to have any kind of sex in the state of Missouri. It was supposed to ban sodomy and such, but it was miswritten. But findings, uh, you know, study findings, surveys and all that after the Nebraska DOMA law was passed found that an overwhelming majority of people who voted for it thought they were voting for same-sex marriage approval. And that was not just in Lincoln and Omaha or Grand Island. That was also out in Alliance, out in Ogallala. The whole state did not understand the writing of that law. So, you know, Supreme Court a number of years ago made same-sex marriage legal across the nation. Let's just kick those bans off, you know, get rid of them from our local governments, state governments, so that there won't be an issue later on. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna squeak back from that that soapbox for a moment. You've been you Deb's been very good about not. I, I'm sure you've got something you want to say. No, is there something you want to say to the listeners in general? Well, well, you know, people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get off that bandwagon for a moment and get on one that everybody here at KZM can support. Uh, no, actually, the, you know, and people are sitting there going, oh, Phil has a guest in the studio. Why? Because, um, you know, I, you know, every once in a while, uh, KZUM and Community Radio will be coming to you, the listener, just to um, ask for your support so that we can, you know, we've, KZUM's been on the air for 45 years, um, you know, our birthday was last week, Tuesday, February 14th. Uh, we have uh, been on the air at multiple locations, um, you know, moving as, you know, the station has grown. Um, as the station has grown, we've been able to uh, grow our outreach and our uh, listening audience so that, you know, 89.3 is on the low end of the uh, FM dial. We're not a powerful signal, but thanks to modern, modern technology, we've been able to grow so that, as Phil says, the handy-dandy, smarter-than-your-calculator devices, you can follow KZUM there or on the web at kzum.org so that if you miss your favorite show or liked something that Phil was playing or any one of our other 90-plus volunteers uh, plays, you, can, you have up to two weeks to go on the web and listen to our archives. Uh, you know, this is all made possible 
by donations from you, our listeners, in addition to the great supporters and, um, you know, our uh, um, approved... Uh, 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 our underwriters. Underwriters. Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. It, sometimes it gets hard to figure out exactly what you're going to say, especially the, that, when you're doing it totally things, on the fly. That, those word yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. You know. uh, eyes cannot brain. I has the dumb. <laughs> 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 Anyways, let's give everybody a little bit of a break and an opportunity to pick up that phone or go online. You know, if you're driving, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Please, please. Wait now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. If you're sitting there in church listening on an earbud, you might not want to be you know, be playing around on your phone. I know there's got to be at least one person out there who listens to KZUM when they're in church or in meetings or whatever because they're just there to be there. Nothing wrong with that. No. But any, uh, you know, go online, kzum.org, click the donate button or give us a call at 402474 <laughs> Five zero eight six extension one, and make sure that you do hit that extension one. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. So we got some station stuff and some more music lined up for you here, and then we'll come back and talk some more things for the LGBTQIA SOGI community. Alrighty, y'all. The, the phone has been ringing today. We've been getting some calls. Mm-hmm. We'd like to have some more donations. Yes, as we well. would. Yeah. Now, uh, let's see here. It, it's uh, okay. One of my favorite things that we have done in recent years is the KZUM archive. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much that costs us a year to make available? It's right there in uh, front of you. It's, it's, yes, it's right here. And it's uh, $550 a year. Mm-hmm. That's really not a whole lot. You know, for, for people to be able to go back, again, two weeks mm-hmm. after original air date to, you know, just click on the button and hear that. Or else, you know, um, basically, let's see, our... Our online listeners, it's, it costs us even less to host the website than it does the archives. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it, it is, $450 a year. Yeah. You know. um, and we're not asking you, the listener, to come up with, the, you know, to pay for that for a year. If you can, we'd be more than happy to accept that. But in the meantime, you know, you know, what, we, you know, what we're asking for our, um, from our listeners that if you're able to, then yes, please call us. Or go on the web at kzum.org, um, you know, and contribute what you can or, you know, um, or else also pay it forward. Yeah. You know, there are, um, you know, younger people out there, college students. When I was a college student, I listened to um, KZUM, listened to um, the uh, public radio stations mm-hmm. all the time. But did I contribute? Well, no, I think a lot of college students don't have that spare. They're, they're spending it on ramen. Exactly. <laughs> if they've got a spare book, they're buying a packet of ramen. Or else, uh, or else you splurge and you actually get to have. You or, know, yeah, or you get to go to one of those ramen restaurants. Exactly. <laughs> somebody else to make your ramen. Exactly. But uh, yeah. Um, so basically, for less than the cost of a cup of fancy coffee, no offense to our longtime sponsor, The Mill, you can support KZUM. Yes. Yeah. Can you, um, or else like, you know, can you forego that cup of coffee once a once week. month? Once a month? You know, once uh, a week? You know, okay. Even once a month. I mean, yeah. you know, if you get that double shot espresso from someplace, you're, you're, you're yeah. looking at almost 10 bucks. Exactly. For a, what is it, uh, uh, is that 16 ounces? Venti. Venti. Yeah, you got venti, grande, and tall. Tall being small. Oh. <laughs> I had to think what that Seattle company put us through. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, but yeah, but, but you know, if, mm. again, you oh, know. Oh, think of it this way. $60, which is $5 a month. Of course, we don't divide it up that way, but that's how you can think about it. That's the price of a cup of coffee at one of those places. And that gets you mug and coffee from the mill, a KZUM mug and coffee from the mill. And and it's a it's a good looking mug too. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like because I actually did you know take a look at it when I was at you know when I was at the the mill, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's just kind of like again they've been supporters of KCM for a very long time, and we've practically since day one, just like Open Harvest. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to touch on something here. One of the first other than Trump, Republican candidates for the next presidential election recently announced herself. Nikki Haley from South Carolina. She is best known for serving as South Carolina's first female governor and as U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under Dolt 45. I had to throw that in there for you, Deb. You're not driving this time, so there's no concern about going off the road. Uh, While her public record shows some support for lesbian and gay people, she is no ally to the LGBTQ plus community. LGBTQNation.com has a brief breakdown of uh, her, uh, including, uh, you know, where she's from, all that, uh, and... It's just what it is. But she graduated from Clemson University with a bachelor's degree in accounting in 1994. So she's relatively young. You know, that that was, what, two years before I graduated from high school. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm young. She's not. Well, yes, she is. Uh, She then worked for a waste management and recycling company. So she she did have some experience with the the Dolt 45 administration before she got appointed as U.N. ambassador. Uh, In 1998, she served on the board of directors for the Orangeburg County Chamber of Commerce in South Carolina. In 2003, she served on the board of directors for the Lexington Chamber of Commerce. She served as the treasurer and president of the National Association of Women Business Owners in 03 and 04, respectively. Uh, and in 04, she successfully ran for a seat in the South Carolina House of Representatives. Basically, you know, she does have a political background, which is more than we can say for the Orange Menace. Uh, but she doesn't have a very good reputation with the LGBTQIA 2S Soji quilt bag. Oh, there's so many other things I could throw in there. Uh, community. Uh, in 2010, she declared that marriage is between one man and one woman. In 13, court papers filed by her lawyers during her governorship argued that South Carolina shouldn't have to recognize same-sex marriages performed legally in other states uh, because it would, quote, be contrary to the 10th Amendment and the sovereign interests of the state. In 2016, during her rebuttal to uh, Obama's last State of the Union address, Haley said Republicans would respect, quote, the differences in modern families, but we would also insist on respect for religious liberty as a cornerstone of our democracy. I personally don't have a problem with religious liberty, but when a religious referendum restoration, or whatever, the RFRAs, Religious Freedom Restoration Acts, hmm, say that one five times fast, get in the way of equal rights, 
then yeah, then I have a problem. Uh, she does not support trans children in sports in any way, shape, or form. In February 2021, she said she opposed uh, President Biden's executive order, which instructed the federal government to intervene in areas that enforce anti-LGBTQ plus policies, saying across the sporting world, the game is being rigged against women and in favor of biological men. Uh, in August 2022, at an interview on Fox News Sunday, more phone news for you, I guess. Uh, I look at what's happening with this whole culture, she, she said, in our schools, wanting our kids to decide their gender. I look at the fact that we've got men playing women's sports, yada, 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 yada. Uh, there's a nice, if you will, breakdown on Nikki Haley's uh <laughs> stances on issues related to the LGBTQI community. You would almost think that she was from Florida. Sorry, I had to use a little bit of a segue of some kind or another because uh, a Florida religious university uh, had a little bit of a musical faux pas, if you will, recently, as in they canceled a performance two hours before the concert because suddenly they realized that at least one member of the singing group was gay. The Pensacola Christian College informed the Keens singers that the concert was being canceled due to concerns about a member's lifestyle. Yeah, the Keens singers uh, formed back in the 60s uh, from... Where is it? England. Keene's College. There we go. Keene's College in England. And uh, they've, they've won Grammys. They've been traveling all over the world and all that. And of their current lineup, two of their members just happen to be gay. So 5,000 audience members got disappointed because of somebody's bigotry. Two hours before the concert. Okay. They're still continuing their tour. They're on their way to Canada now. Anywho, speaking of music, we're going to go out with some great stuff here. While we're waiting for the music and the phones to ring to get things ready for Deb Anderson on the women's show, I want to say thank you, Deb. Deb oh. a foodie. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> Is that A-F-U-D-I? Yeah, I'm just a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for joining me in doing some pledge wrapping. Uh, it's become kind of a tradition here on the show. We're going to hand things over to Deb Anderson here in the women's show. She's got uh, almost a small posse coming up. So let's get going here with some music for you. Okay. I'm just going to skip over some stuff. We're going to go to Dolly Parton. Big Dreams and Faded Jeans. From Run, Rose, Run.